0: Hello. Hello. You might be in the mood for some church announcements. Fortunately for you, I've got them. Hey, coming up this week, uh, May 16th, 630 is our next women's Bible study. So ladies, this is for you. Uh, They're going to be meeting for six weeks uh, here at church in the Jonah room. It's a study on revelation. Ladies, you can sign up on our app and website to register for that going to be a great time. Also coming up, this is for all of our musicians and singers and and worshipers. We're going to have our next jam night, May 24th, here at the church. It's a great opportunity to get to play some music and and sing along. And uh, I always love meeting new musicians and singers who are here at church. So if you can, please join us. May 24th. It's a Wednesday at 630 p.m. You can access the core charts uh, on the app as well. Also coming up in June, June 13th, we're gonna do a three-day VBS for kids ages three to 11. The theme has gotta move. There's great Bible study. We'll have lots of fun games, great snack time. What's VBS without snacks, right? So sign your kids up, and if you can, those days, register to volunteer. We have a great time hanging out with the kids and showing them God's love, and you know, our goal is to just teach them the gospel at that age. Raise a child up in the way that they should go, and when they're older, they won't depart from it. This is why we do the VBSs. They're so important, so sign up to help us out. You must do it, okay? So do it right now. Sign up on the app, but also watch me. All right, those are the critical announcements. What do you say? Let's get ready for church, woo! Hey everybody online, welcome. Glad to have you with us this morning. We're getting ready to hop in and worship. We had a great time last night, so looking forward to spending this time with you. Then we're wrapping up our series on the questions Jesus asked. Kind of a back to the beginning sort of thing as we look at a great question. What do you want me to do for you? So get your Bibles, Mark chapter 8, I think, and get comfy, get ready. Here we go. Woo!
1: Good morning, family. (laughs) Reed is awake (laughs) it's great to see all your faces and hear your voices we are looking forward to spending time with you all in worship and the word i'm going to tell you all what we'll be attempting to do although i believe most of you know the way of it by now we're going to start things off with communion chaplain doug is going to lead us through that in just a moment after communion we'll have our time of worship and then Pastor Georgina will come up and lead any kids who'd like to join her through a Bible verse. We will dismiss them back to Sunday school and then we will have our time and the word with Pastor Doug today. He's finishing up questions Jesus asked. And um, it's really good. Love the tie-in. We even talk a little bit about Mother's Day and yeah, Salome. And, uh, but anyways, I digress. Let's pray before we jump in. Holy Spirit, would you come And Papa, would you inhabit our praise this morning? Be present, Lord. And fill us with more and more of you. Continue to change us. To mold us and shape us. Into your image, Papa, and help us to bear your name well. You are so good to us, and we love you. And we join with all the churches around the world where your gospel is preached with this collect Lord God, from whom all blessings flow. Grant us that by your holy inspiration, we may think good thoughts, and by your merciful guidance, put them into action. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Chaplain Doug.
2: On the night he was betrayed, Jesus took bread and he broke it, saying, this is my body, take and eat in remembrance of me. In the same manner he took the cup. It was the last night of the Passover celebration. The cups of plagues and sanctification had already been poured and celebrated. Jesus takes the third cup, which is the cup of redemption. He said, this is my blood poured out for you. Drink this in remembrance of me. Gathered with his friends that evening, Jesus gives us a lasting ordinance or remembrance, which we call communion or the Lord's table or the Lord's supper. He said, from now on, when you get together and partake of this meal, I want you to remember me. And as his friends gathered here this morning... We too can partake of this meal, the bread and the cup, the body and the blood of the Lord. And we want to remember and give thanks. We want to remember all that Jesus has said and done and promised to do. We want to remember his willingness to go to the cross on our behalf. We want to remember how he defeated death and rose again, and we want to remember with awe and thanksgiving that he's coming back for us soon. So here on the table are the elements of communion, the bread, the cup, The body and the blood of the Lord, the table is open to all who believe. So as we worship this morning, and you feel led by the Spirit, please come, partake, remember, and give thanks. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Chaplain Doug. We're going to enter now into our time of worship, and I always like to encourage us to sing out and lift our voices as we praise the Lord today. We'll see the words on the screen so you can sing along. You're welcome to sit, stand if you're able. Never once has he left us on our own.
3: to cheer and to
4: I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus I just want to speak the name of Jesus Every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom Speak Jesus Over every heart and every mind Cause I know there is peace Within your
3: presence I speak Jesus
0: are so thankful that you are great that you are awesome you're wonderful we worship you we praise you and lord as we're here in your presence i'd ask that you'd be with us as we prepare to study your word lord god would you just use these words that will be spoken god use them to stir up our hearts towards you In the Holy Spirit, I'd ask that you'd be with those who are working with our children at this service and the next ones. God, anoint them. Give them everything that they need to show all the kids your wonderful love for them, oh God. And it's in Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. And amen. And Pastor Georgina, would you please come up and teach the children a Bible verse?
5: Good morning, three of you. Yes, I'm so happy to see you. Guess what? We are continuing. Did you bring your Bible? Good job. Two prizes. Two prizes if you bring your Bible, guys. Just so you know. Okay, so we are in the book of Luke, right? Hello, missed you, guy. How are you? Hello. Hi. Good to see you. All right, you got your Bible too. Awesome. All right, guys. So we are studying from the book of Luke. And today, we find Jesus and his disciples going to the city of Capernaum, right? There, Jesus goes to the synagogue and right away starts to teach. And the people are amazed. They're like so surprised because Jesus doesn't teach like other teachers. Jesus' words have power, right? Like someone in charge. And it's amazing, Then suddenly you won't believe what happened. A man with an unclean spirit shouts at Jesus. Why are you here, Jesus? Have you come to destroy us? Right? We know who you are. You are the Holy One of God. And Jesus commands the spirit to be quiet and to come out of the man. The spirit came out. And people were just so amazed They were like, who is this Jesus? He speaks with such power, and even these unclean spirits obey him. And all over the the towns and the country, guys, all over the land, people started to talk about Jesus. Isn't that amazing? The next thing Jesus does is goes to Simon and simon and his brother's house and simon's mother-in-law is in bed with a fever have you ever had a fever yeah right it's not fun at all i'm so sorry yes well she had like a deadly one too and she was in bed and jesus went to her and jesus held her hand and he healed her isn't that amazing that's miracle number two. And then, guess what happened? Later on that evening, oh, and she began to serve them because she was just fine, right? And then, later on in that evening, a large crowd of people came, and guess who they brought with them? Do you remember? All oh, their sick, and all those bothered by evil spirits, and Jesus healed them. Miracle number three, right? And guess what? The next morning, jesus went away by himself to pray simon and the other disciples were looking for jesus and they said and when they found them they said everyone's looking for you jesus and then our bible verse for today tells us what happened next but jesus said right i must preach the good news of the kingdom of god in other towns too Because that is why I was sent. Jesus had a mission, right? He couldn't stay there. He needed to spread out and let everyone know, right, about the kingdom of God. Jesus cares for people a lot. Did you know that, guys? Yeah, he cares about them so much. And his miracles helped people and it changed their lives. And his miracles also showed that he is the son of God. I know. Through Jesus... God has done for us what we cannot do for ourselves. He provides forgiveness and a life with God forever. Isn't that cool? Thumbs, thumbs up? Cool. Awesome. Great. Okay, you guys ready to repeat the Bible verse after me? All right. Luke 4.43. Luke 4.43. But, but he replied, I must preach, I must the, preach. the good news. Of the, of, God of the kingdom of God in other towns too. In other towns too. Because, that is because that is why I was sent. Why I was
0: sent. Excellent job, guys. Mm-hmm. Was uh-huh. Awesome job. Kiddos, children get stickers. Yes. They look like. For
5: our mom. Yes, yes, sir. Okay, you ready? <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're going to pray, Stephaniah. Do you want to hold on a minute? Okay, cool. Let's bow our heads and close our eyes, okay? Father in heaven, we thank you so much, Lord God, for this day, Lord God, that we get to celebrate women, Lord God, that nurture us, Lord, and that are with us, encouraging us and teaching us about you, Lord. I pray for the kids to understand, Lord, the miracles that you've done, Lord God, and that you still do today.
0: In Jesus' name, what do we say, everyone? Amen. Amen. Okay, cool. Amen. Kids will have an awesome time at Sunday school. We open up the Noah's Ark room during the 8 o'clock service. Snacks. I reference snacks for the upcoming VBS. Very important part. We have snacks at our church, so kids got to have them too. So, yeah. Always uh, super excited to get the opportunity to share the message. My dad was gracious enough to to let me close out uh, the series that we've been in. The questions that Jesus asked, and it, it's going to be a really good one today. And uh, I'm not biased towards myself or anything. Just you know, it's okay. <laughs> it's going to be really good, right? <laughs> Little bit of church keeping. Uh, before we, I like to say jump in, but there will be no jumping. Uh, we have a connect card. If this is your first time here, we, we just want to get in touch with you. We want to connect with you. And uh, the way we do connect cards here at Keys Vineyard is digitally. You'll scan that QR code with your phone's camera app. It'll take you to a little web page and um, you'll fill that out. And uh, after we get your info, we will just send you a short series of text messages that just gets us in touch with you, and you can ask questions and all that good stuff. So uh, do that. Uh, you can scan that, and it's about to go away. So anyway... We also take this time in our services and we encourage our church to be praying for our community. Pray for your neighbors. uh, As you go throughout the week, pray for the people who live around you. It makes a big difference. Uh, It it changes your heart and, you know, it it changes, it just changes everything. We believe prayer changes everything. So pray for your neighbors. And to reinforce that, we, we pray corporately for our community. So let's pray together. Holy Spirit, would you come? is you're so faithful to show up, God. We love you, we worship you, you're, you're, you're awesome, you're wonderful, God. We thank you, Lord, for this amazing place we call home. Lord God, I lift up the inhabitants of these islands to you from Key West all the way up, God. Would you, would you bless those who live here, God? Would you, would you open up everyone's hearts to know how close you are to them, God? Father, I lift up the the people that live in the buildings that are right near to this church. God, I'd ask that you give them extra blessing and extra grace and extra patience, particularly on Sunday mornings, Lord. And Father, I lift up the churches that neighbor our church as well. God, I lift them up to you. Would you bless them with every resource, every provision, every person that they need to fulfill the missions that you've called them to as they work on advancing your kingdom and proclaiming your gospel? Lord, we love you and we thank you, and it's all for you. We pray in Jesus' name, Amen. So we are closing up the questions that Jesus asked. This is part nineteen. We had an intro, so it was twenty messages, and it's been a great series uh, that my dad has has led us through. And uh, I do want to say this: Happy Mother's Day uh, to all the all the moms and all the ladies there. We we love you, and Happy Mother's Day, honey, and. Um, if this time of the year, if this day is hard for you, just know that we love you and we're with you and know that God is with you and he loves you and he knows how hard it is. And uh, just know that you're loved today. And for all the ladies on your way out, we do have a little rose for you as you go. And that's just for all the ladies. Okay. So uh, take that. But We're in this series, Questions That Jesus Asked, and today the question that we're going to be looking at is found in Mark chapter 10, verse 36, and the question is, what do you want me to do for you? And believe it or not, we're going to connect that to Mother's Day, and we're going to tie this up uh, from that intro that we had uh, at the start of the series. And to just help tie things up, we have a few jokes, just makes everything easier for us all. And as I was getting ready uh, for church this morning, I took a little walk. And as I'm walking down, I see a a guy dragging a clam on a leash. And I thought, man, it must be hard to walk with a pulled muscle. I didn't want to clam up telling that joke. (laughs) Jokes were a big part of uh, of my childhood with my dad. He likes a good joke. And man, I had such a great childhood. My dad would take me to the spot with some hills, and he used to roll me down those hills uh, in some tires. And man, those were good years. It's all in the setup, right? Then the roll down.
1: No, the only hills you ever knew was like the hump on a seven-mile
0: Bridge. I ain't going down that in just a good year. Anyway, honey, would you please (laughs) read the scripture for me? (laughs)
1: no hills okay um let's refocus let's pray Hmm. holy spirit would you come again papa we are nothing without your breath inhabiting our lungs animating us help us to live in that wonder full of thankfulness, in awe of you and your great love for us. Help us to dive deep into your word this morning, Papa, and to leave here changed. Amen. Would you stand with me for the reading of the word? Our text today is out of the book of Mark. Chapter 10, verses 35 through 40. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. What do you want me to do for you, he asked. They replied, let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. You don't know what you're asking, Jesus said. Can you drink the cup I drink or be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, you will drink the cup I drink and be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with, but to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared. Blessed be the word of the Lord. You may be seated.
0: So that takes us uh, to that question that Jesus asked, found in verse 36. What do you want me to do for you? That's such a a big question, right? And we're going to look at that. But um, to tie it to the beginning of this series, in our first message, if you remember five months ago, we looked at John chapter 1, and we saw a very similar question that Jesus asked. And the question was, what do you want? What do you want? We saw that in John chapter 1, verse 35. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples, and when he saw Jesus passing by, he said, look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they started to follow Jesus, and turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, what do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? And uh, the, the first time we looked at this passage at the beginning of this series, we didn't talk about who these two disciples were. Uh, we know for sure one of them was uh, Andrew, Peter's brother. We see in uh, verse 40, chapter 1, uh, in John that it was Andrew, Simon's Peter brother, was one of the two who had heard what John the Baptist had said and who had followed Jesus right then and there. And uh, from, from reading the Gospel of John, we can kind of guess who the other disciple there was, and it was most likely the Apostle John. Uh, And we know that because of how the gospel, or I'm sorry, how the Apostle John uh, writes about himself in the gospel. He he sort of alludes to himself in a few different ways. Uh, We we hear him say the other disciple. Uh, We also uh, hear him say the disciple whom Jesus loved. You know who you're talking about, right? And uh, we we also see one of my all time favorites in the scripture. How John records himself is the one who beat F- Peter in a foot race. Peter, the slowpoke, was behind the other disciple whom Jesus loved. That was faster than Peter. Anyway, <laughs> classic stuff, right? Anyway. Back to John 1, Andrew, and most likely Apostle John, uh, follow after Jesus. When John the Baptist calls him the Lamb of God, and uh, you know Jesus, he notices them. He turns around and he asks them the question, "What do you want?" Uh, and in that first message, uh, we said that they kind of choke on their answer. Uh, you know, the, the the very word of God, God is right there. Jesus, he's he's right there, and asks them, "What do you want?" And what they came up with is, uh, where are you staying? Like, they sort of, you know, they get this opportunity, and that's what you ask. And do you, do you all ever replace situations in your head and wish you had a chance to just say something differently? And, you know, I like to think of one-liners when I'm in the shower for, for past conversations and I'll be just talking to myself in there and my wife's like, are you okay? Who are you talking to? I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm just a little crazy. Just a little bit. <laughs> and uh, I like to think that John has had some some time, okay, in between John chapter 1 and, and Mark chapter 10 to, you know, to think of a different response if he ever gets asked that question by Jesus again. And if only he can get Jesus to ask him, what do you want again? So he does try to get Jesus to ask him the question again, what we just read in Mark chapter 10, verse 35, uh, then James and John, the, the sons of Zebedee, came to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. Sort of sums it up, right? That's what we all want. We just want you to do whatever we want. And, and Jesus fights, right? He, we see in verse 36, well, what is it you want? What do you want me to do for you? He asked. And there, there's more to this story. We see in the Gospel of Mark, uh, Mark bottom lines things. He gets to sort of the heart, the beef and the potatoes uh, of, of what happened. And we see in Matthew's account, there's, you know, some other details that make it interesting. And uh, we see that John decides, like a real, uh, the, James and John, they were the sons of Zebedee. Another uh, name we see for them is the sons of thunder, because they were, you know, sort of like big brutish guys. And like any macho guy would do, they ask their mommy to get involved and and help. It's like, hey, ma, Jesus isn't going to say no to you. Would you ask him this? So their mother gets involved. The mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons and kneeling down, asked a favor of him. What is it you want? He asked. And uh, she says, grant that one of these two sons may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. And before I go any further, our second point is this. Happy Mother's Day, Salome. See, we, we said we'd tie in Mother's Day here. Uh, so, yeah, James and John's mom was Salome, and, you know, they're like, hey, Ma, go talk to Jesus. You know, we got to get this big promotion here. We, we need to be the top dogs. And uh you know just like most moms Salome's pretty cool okay she uh she goes up and she asks Jesus that and uh we know uh that that Salome in her own right was a pretty strong follower uh of Jesus uh, she was there she was physically present for the essential points uh, of our, our gospel. You know, she was there for Jesus's ministry. Uh, she was there for the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. And we see her mentioned uh, at those times. We see in Mark chapter 15, verse 37, with a loud cry, Jesus breathed his last on the cross. and The curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. And When the centurion who stood there in front of Jesus saw how he died, he said, surely this man was the son of God. And in verse 40, we see some women were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James the younger and of Joseph and Salome. And uh, as we were going over this message, my dad and I will talk about it. And we were sort of wondering who that Mary, the mother of James the younger and of Joseph was, was that Jesus' mom. Uh, I'm just going to guess that there was a lot of Marys around, and perhaps Mark just didn't feel like writing every single Mary, so, you know, okay. <laughs> but, you know, I don't, I don't know which Mary that was. Anyway, Mary, the mother of James and the younger and of Joseph. And, and Salome, we see uh, Salome's reference there. We also see Salome there for, for the resurrection in uh, chapter 16 when the Sabbath was over. Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body, and very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb, and they asked each other who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb. And when they looked up, they, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away, and As they entered into the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You're looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified. He has risen. He's not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, he's going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. I love seeing uh, how much Salome loved her boys, right? It was a, it was a big ask. Go, you know, go ask the, the Son of God for the, the big promotion for us, Ma, would you? And uh, she does. And so knowing that and, and seeing that, I want to say it again. Happy Mother's Day, Salome. Now back to the question, what do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? So we see that in verse 36, he asks, what do you want me to do for you? And so what they want is the the, the top primo spots right next to them, right? We we want to be the top dogs. Let one of us sit at your right and the other at your left in your glory. And Jesus' response is he truthfully and lovingly answers them, right? He says, we see in verse 38, you don't know what you're asking for. You don't know. Can you drink the cup? I drink, or be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with. We can. We can handle it, right? <laughs> baptism, drinking from a cup? Sure, it's easy. Jesus said to them, Okay, you will drink the cup I drink and be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with, but to sit at my right or my left is not for, not for me to grant. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared. They, they do, in fact... Uh, Go through the process that Jesus had to go through. Both of these uh, disciples ended up being persecuted uh, in the name of Jesus. We see that James was the first of the apostles to be martyred, and we read about that in Acts chapter 12. And it was about this time that King Herod arrested some who belonged to the church, intending to persecute them. And he had James, the brother of John, put to death with the sword. So he was the, the first apostle to be martyred. And we see John, uh, he was the last of the apostles to die. And uh, before he died, he suffered some extreme persecution. Uh, you know, I, I read that he was uh, burned alive in oil and he survived and he ended up being banished to the Isle of Patmos. And that's where he writes the book of Revelation. And we see that verse 9 John, your brother and companion in the suffering and kingdom and patient endurance that are ours in Jesus, was on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. He, he had to live out the rest of his days alone and exiled on an island. And uh, go, going back to their request and Jesus's response, you don't know what you're asking. From the Lord's words, we can see that there was a problem with what they were asking is that it went against the Lord's will. It was at, at odds with it. And so knowing that, with all this in mind, let's go back to this very first question in the series again. What do you want? And the answer to that question, something that we need to grow uh, into, it, it, it's, it's a process getting there. But when we get to this answer, that's where we find life. That's where we find meaning in our lives. That's where we find purpose. That's, that's where we know we, we, we've got it, right? When we can sincerely and honestly get to this, and it's that, Lord, I just want what you want. Easy to say, hard to mean, right? Because if we're being honest, we'd rather pray, Lord, I just want what I want, okay? If you would just give me everything that I want, I'll do whatever you say, right? Y'all ever make deals with God? He comes through and you don't meet your end of the deal and he still loves you. It's, it's, it's amazing how much God loves us, but he's calling us to want what he wants. That's where we find life. The, the apostle Paul urges us uh, in Romans chapter 12, therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. He's calling us to a spiritual worship in our lives. God wants to be with us all the time. He wants this, this relationship with us. He wants to be a part of your lives. He wants to be with you when you're swimming with your kids in your pool, or you're, you know, you're hanging out, grilling. He wants to be with you uh, as you're driving down US 1. Imagine how much better we'd drive if Jesus was driving with us, right? Holy Spirit's there with us. There'd be less sermon illustrations about driving. That's for sure. our lives are called to, to be worship. And, and, and verse two sort of gives us the, the, the formula for that. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Paul saying, stop sinning and read your Bibles and spend time with the Lord. That's it. I mean, that, that, that's the formula. Stop sinning, read your Bible, love the Lord. If, if Man, if I could just do that every day, because <laughs> then, right, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Because if we're not really reading our Bible, if we're not studying it, and if we're not getting the context, we'll kind of just cherry pick out of it and we'll make it apply to what we want because, right, it's like, Lord, I want what, what I want, and, and that happens way too often. That happens too often. We're, you know, we're, we're called to, to, to struggle with them, to, to pray with them. It's like, Lord, you know, speak to me, and what do you want? And, and the more we do it, the more our minds are sharpened, our hearts and our minds are, are renewed. He, he's calling us to that, to be less about us and more about Him. And that's, that's where we find true life. That's what we're called, is this, this pursuing Him, this submitting to the Lord. It, it's so important. It's saying, God, I want what You want. Lord, we want what You want. That's, that's the prayer. That, that's, that's the answer to the question. What do You want me to do for You? It's like, Lord, I just, I want what You want. Help me to want what You want even more. Next week, talking about reading our Bible. Uh, we're going to start a new series. It's called Sword Sharpening. And the uh, it does start with another question that Jesus asked. And uh, it's found in Mark chapter 12, verse 24. And uh, Jesus replies to a group of Sadducees with this, are you not in error because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God? Are you guys not wrong because you don't read your Bibles? Right. <laughs> Because you don't know who the Lord is, so it's going to be a great series that uh, i I'm, I'm really looking forward to and uh with, with, with all that let's pray and uh, we 'll close and, and Lord, we love you you're great, Father, I thank you for for how much you love us, God, and how awesome you are, Lord, help us as we we go through this week to just turn our focus on what you want, Lord. Lord, to turn away the, the what we want all the time. It's hard, Lord. I, you know. But Lord, help us to focus on what you want more and more and more so that when you ask, what do you want? God, I want you. I want you more. Help us to mean it when we say your kingdom come and your will be done, Lord, because we want more of you. Holy Spirit, continue to use this church as a beacon of hope, as a lighthouse in the darkness that all those who are lost can come and to know you as their Lord and Savior because it's all about you, God. It's all all about you. We want to make friends for you, so bring in folks who desperately need to know your love, God. We believe in prayer here, and our ministry team will be heading over to the prayer wall now. If you need prayer for anything, Uh, Go go get some. If you need prayer for healing, we believe God heals. If you need prayers for intercession, breakthrough, get prayed up. Intercession, get get prayed up. You know, whatever you need prayer for, they will pray for you. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior of your life, go over there. They'll lead you through that as the single best decision that you can ever make. They'll get you started uh, on that process. Church, i uh, got to say this. Thank you so much uh, for your amazing generosity in in partnering with us. Uh, your, your generosity keeps the doors open, keeps the lights on, and we're, we're, we're so grateful, and it does enable us to do some really cool stuff. we got a lot of great outreaches here uh, this week. Uh, Pastor Fran will be taking a team from Bayside, and they'll be going pretty much every day for the next week doing some awesome stuff. So uh, be looking out for them, be praying for them. But yeah, if you're interested in partnering with us, the info's there. You can also access that on the app. Let's sing our doxology together. Get it loaded up. All right, here we go. Praise God from whom... May the Lord bless you and keep you, and may his face shine upon you, and may he be gracious to you and give you peace. And go this morning in the peace, the power, and the love of God. God bless you all. Thank you for being here. We will see you soon. Remember, be thankful for five things, encourage two people, so we can get one lost child back to dad. Ladies, grab a rose on your way out. We'll see you next week. God bless you. And Online Church, thank you so much for joining us. i got my boys here. Uh, next week, my dad's up again. He starts a new series called Sword Sharpening. It's going to be really good. You won't want to miss it, so make sure you got your Bibles, right? You guys read your Bibles? You read your Bibles every day. Yeah, anywhere and anytime. That's right. Amen to that. So we love you. Share the socials. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.